0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another issue, another episode of the Christian Underground News Network. I'm your host, Kurt Chamberlain, along with your co-host, Pastor Dick Chamberlain. Uh, we, we hope and pray that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday, um, and we are so happy that you've joined us today for our continuing series on the book of Revelation. Uh, we are, uh, Pastor tells me that we're going to be um, mainly in chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation today, which uh, are the letters to the seven churches. Uh, uh, this, this is really uh, vital information, isn't it, Pastor? Uh, because it, it kind of deals with, uh, well, the seven churches basically comprise, Uh, seven methods of attack by Satan on the church, doesn't it?
1: It does, but uh, since this is prophecy, it deals with the uh, history uh, uh, in advance of the church
0: age. Of the church age, right. And uh, dispensationally speaking, and I know you're probably going to go into this here very shortly, but could you briefly explain what, what dispensationalism is?
1: Briefly, uh, the dispensationalism is a belief and a theological uh, method of studying the Word of God uh, and dividing um, the, uh, the history and prophecy uh, of, uh, of the Bible into seven dispensations. And, uh, and those seven dispensations are, are periods of time in which God deals in a different manner or, or a progressive manner with mankind. And those seven dispensations are the dispensation of innocence. Nobody knows how long that lasted, but it began in the Garden of Eden.
0: Right. Then,
1: then there was a, the, the uh, period of uh, the age of conscience. Mm-hmm. And so That's that was m- began in Genesis chapter 3, verse 7.
0: When sin entered the world. Uh huh, and then the next dispensation was the dispensation of human government. Mm, uh, yes,
1: the, the duration of that's about a
0: thousand years. Genesis eleven, is, Genesis eleven, yeah. kicked that off. Uh uh-huh. and then in, and then the fourth
1: one is the, the dispensation of promise. Dispensation means an administration. Uh, so it's God's administration of, of, of his, uh, uh, grace and glory and greatness. But the, the, uh, promise age of promise started in Genesis chapter 12, when, when, uh, God gave promises to Abraham, right? And then, and then there's, and that last, that lasted, well, probably uh, between 500 and 600 years. Mm-hmm. And then the next dispensation is the dispensation of law,
0: mm-hmm, right?
1: And that uh, covered a period from Moses in Exodus right up to Pentecost, right? The next, the next dispensation is the dispensation of grace. We are living in that in that dispensation currently, yes. And it began at Pentecost, and it will. And it will go to the uh, rapture of the church. Yes. Uh, So the duration will be 1,900 and plus years.
0: Right. Right. And then the the last dispensation will be the kingdom age. Yes.
1: And that will will be when Jesus Christ sits on his throne in the holy city, and he rules and reigns over the earth uh, during a period of 1,000 years called the millennium. Right, and that's the end. That's the end of the the dispensations, because after that, there will be a new heavens
0: and new earth, and there won't be any time. Right, that's then, that's right. Yeah. So, so that's that's the seven dispensations, and
1: so uh, that's why we're looking at this uh, from the dispensational aspect uh, of the Book of the Revelation.
0: Right. So we're, for the record, we're we're currently living in uh, the age of grace. Uh, absolutely also considered basically the church age
1: exactly that's exactly what it is because uh, because the uh, dispensation of grace started at Pentecost which is when the church started
0: right right so the, the first several thousand people got
1: saved there that's right on uh, on we're listening, after listening to Peter's
0: message. Acts chapter 2, yes, yes. Yes. All right. That's right. So with that being explained, and thank you very much for, for kind of running over that again, Pastor, I appreciate that. Um, could you uh, get us started on um, the letters to the seven churches in Revelation? And, and uh, we're, we're kind of curious to, to find out uh, a little bit about each one of these churches.
1: I'm not going to go into super detail with these things, but uh, but, uh, just the mentions of the main points. And so let's begin with um, uh, chapter uh, chapter 1, Jesus talking to John, uh, the Apostle John. John was on the island of Patmos, and he was a prisoner there. And that island is about 26 miles off the coast of Asia Minor,
0: where these seven churches... Uh, were located right and jesus said in the 19th verse of chapter one write the
1: things which thou hast seen things which are and the things which shall be hereafter right that's why that's why i think these letters were particular to uh, local churches but prophetic in
0: nature right uh, Chapter one, verse twenty says,
1: "The mystery of the seven stars which thou sawest in my right hand, and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches, mm-hmm. and the seven candlesticks which thou, sawest, which thou sawest are the seven churches."
0: Who are the seven? Who are the angels of the seven churches, Pastor?
1: Uh, good question. Uh, the the uh, the word "angel" is used in in the book of Revelation, and the, the exact the exact um, definition uh, is angels, but often refers to the angels as messengers. And you will see that that's the ministry of angels in the book of Daniel. Uh, Gabriel was a messenger of the the uh, prophecy of the seventy weeks upon Israel. Uh, in the book of jude we see michael saying uh, the lord rebuked thee." he was a messenger to satan oh, right. and, so, and right. so that's right uh, when we see these angels we're talking about the messengers which probably in our parlance today would be the pastors
0: right right okay
1: okay so so here we go uh the first letter is to well let me let me do an overall real real quick overall um Uh, Study on these,
0: uh, and and we'll look at the major characteristics of the churches. Yeah, and and then I and and then I will tell you the the
1: uh, timeline of these churches. Okay. Yeah,
0: fantastic. So,
1: okay, so the church at Ephesus was the first one, um, and um, the church at Ephesus was the church that lost their first love. Hmm. Yeah, and their first love, by the way, was the love of winning souls to Jesus Christ. That's right. Okay, and this, was, uh, this one is called uh, the Apostolic Church Age, and, and it covers the period of around 30 uh, to 33 A.D., up to uh, the year about 100 A.D., and these, um, these numbers are approximate. But rather, but fairly accurate. Now, why do we call this uh, the Apostolic Church? Was because that's the, that's the only church in which the word apostle occurs. Yeah, that's right. So, so, but it's the Apostolic Church
0: age. Yeah, you know, I, second, my before you go to the second one, uh, in my notes I have written down that uh, that Ephesus was the preoccupied church. Is that does that kind of sum it up pretty well? It, it, it,
1: thy works thy labor thy patience oh. how thou hast guessed not bear them which are evil how hast tried them which say they're apostles and are not has found them liars as born has patience for my name's sake um, and then he says nevertheless I have somewhat against thee because thou hast left thy first love yeah. remember therefore from whence thou
0: art fallen repent yeah.
1: do the first works yep. or else I will come unto thee quickly and remove thy candlestick out of its place except thou Repent!
0: Oh yeah. Now th- this church held that he says, "Here's what you have." You, he says, "You have the
1: deeds of the Nicolaitans, mm-hmm. which I also hate." Oh, uh, yeah. What is the doctrine of the Nicolaitans? Early on in the church age, uh, in that first century, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Nicolaita—the word simply means uh, the, the conqueror of the people. Yep. Nike is the Greek word, and and, and I'm. Sometimes wear shoes with that name on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Nike. It means victory. Yep. Uh, um, and and the laity is laity is the uh, is the people who are members of uh, or tenders of part of the body of believers meeting in any uh, one place. Mm-hmm. And so and so what happens is someone had gotten the, the uh, victory over these uh, over these uh, people. And uh, we think it probably was the state. Yep. And I think that the state church began uh, um, during the first uh, church age. Okay. So um, Ephesus was, uh, was the one who loved what was losing their love and lost their first love, and that was the apostolic church. Uh, by the way, the major figures in the Apostolic Church were uh, the Apostle Peter, the Apostle John, and the Apostle James. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, aside from them, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke were the only books in the Bible that were not written by, or and Jude they the books in the New Testament not written by an apostle. Peter right. was, right. according to the Book of Galatians, the apostle to the Jews. Paul was the apostle, apostle to, the to the Gentiles.
0: Gentiles. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And so uh, that is the, the and that is the first church age, and and it lasted uh, probably around seventy years before it began to. Uh, uh, fall apart because uh, it allowed uh, the state to come in mm. and they lost their first love and they needed to repent. Now, um, it, these, these churches also received promises at the end of these letters to the church at uh, Ephesus. He says, He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith to the churches. Uh, boy. Yeah. Now, you're listening, so listen.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> to him that overcometh
1: will I give to eat of the tree of life, which, which is in the midst of the paradise of God. So that's the promise. Eat, eat the tree of the... Now, isn't that interesting that in the first
0: church, the first church age, it mentions the tree of life. <laughs> that's right. And in, the, and in the first human era,
1: there was a tree of life. Uh, from which Adam and Eve could have eaten, but they did not. Oh,
0: that's right. That's right.
1: They ate of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: And then they death came upon them. All right. And so, but now to this church at Ephesus, here's the promise again: yeah. shape up, get it right, and and uh, you could I'll give. To eat of the tree of life, which is amidst, amidst of the paradise of God, and we'll talk about that tree of life in another section. Then, then Smyrna. Uh, it comes from the word myrrh. Now, if you had, myrrh was a spice, and, and it came in, and um, chemical, what do I want to say? It's seed pods where yeah. where the myrrh was crushed, and a beautiful uh, aroma emitted mm-hmm. from from that. That's right. And and you had to crush this myrrh before it smelled beautiful. Uh-huh. And so, Smyr- so Smyrna was the persecuted church, right. um, and, that, and that covered an area—an era, uh, era of oh, one hundred A.D. to th- about three thirteen A.D. Mm-hmm. And and the persecution was was given to them. They were
0: under persecution. Uh, under uh, under the Roman Empire, right? Yeah, and he
1: said uh, he said to them, uh, he, let, let let me. Uh, I'm trying to edit on my on my feet. He, he said them that they would have that they have a persecution ten day for ten days. Now, what does that mean? Ten days. Good question. Well, good question. Well, um. Here's the reason
0: they suffered persecution under ten Roman emperors. Indeed, they did.
1: The first one was Nero, Mm -hmm. and he was famous for you know the burning of Rome. But he was also famous for for executing Christians. And and the reason that there was an underground in in Rome was that's where the church had to meet. In in uh, in tunnels and in hiding, mm-hmm. and 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 they were persecuted, and so uh, they uh, they they were persecuted, and under ten days. Then the last and the last of the ten uh, of the ten uh, rulers was was a guy named Diocletian. That's right. But Diocletian was one of the nastiest peoples in the in the world's ever known. Um, Mm -hmm. But look at what happened. Under Nero, Paul was beheaded. That's right. Peter was crucified. Yep. Under Trajan, or Domitian, rather, John was exiled. Under Trajan, uh, a, a, a martyr named Ignatius was burned at the stake. Under Marcus Aurelius, the the emperor, a guy named Justin Martyr was killed, and and on and on and on it goes, up through Diocletian, who was really
0: uh, a a real piece of of work, um, (laughs) nasty nasty person. Putting it mildly, Uh,
1: yeah. If if you heard a giggle in the background, that was my wife, she loves my humor sometimes. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But that was the persecuted church. Um, And... uh, and that was Smyrna. Okay. Um, anyway. Uh, oh. Oh. Fear none of those things which shall suffer. In verse 10, fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison. And ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. And then he says, Be thou faithful in the death, and I will give thee a crown of life. We're going to talk about the crowns yes. that Christians can win at a later date. But the promise to this persecuted church, uh, hang in there, overcome, mm-hmm. and uh, and you'll. I'm going to give you a crown of life. The next church... Age started in in around 313 AD and lasted to about 590 AD, about 270 years. And that this was the church, uh, uh, the uh, state church um, period. Right. Um, Okay. Under the angel of the church at Pergamos, right, and this that's in verse 12 of chapter 2. These things saith he. Uh, which hath a sharp sword with two edges, and by the way, that's the word of God. He said, I know thy works and where and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seal seat is,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and thou holdest fast my and you and thou holdest fast my name and hast denied has not denied my faith, even in those days where an Antipas Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. But I have a few things against thee,
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam. Now, Balaam was the one who got paid uh, by a heathen by the name of Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel so that they would eat things,
0: sacrifice to idols, break the law, and to commit fornication. Right.
1: Now, 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 but then he says this. Uh, so hast thou also them that hold the doctrine of the Nicolaitans, mm-hmm. which thing I hate. And this is another thing. This was a period where the state church was in charge. Right. The state said, told the church, "This is what you. Uh, this is what you can do. This is what you can't do, and and that's the way it is. And uh, and we'll convict you of things if you don't. Mm-hmm. And then." And then the Lord says, Repent, or else I will come against thee quickly, and will fight against them with the sword of my
0: mouth. By the way, that that sounds a, a lot like what's going on today, doesn't it, Pastor? Uh, yeah, and, uh, and y- y- you know me too well to <laughs> you
1: know where I'm going with this. And
0: <laughs> 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 yes, okay. I do.
1: 17 he says to the church of Pergamos he that hath an ear let him hear with the spirit saith unto the churches Mm -hmm. to him that overcometh will I give to eat of the hidden manna and will give him a white stone and in the stone a new name written which no man knoweth saving he that receiveth it and the hidden manna is this what was manna?
0: It was uh, food that was provided uh, by God uh, supernaturally to uh, to the Israelites when they were wandering. When they were that's right that's right yeah that's good
1: maybe you want to be teaching this
0: <laughs> anyway. nope nope Ah, uh, you nobody does it better than you in my opinion yeah now you know what jesus said in the
1: gospel of john i am the bread of life that's right and the bread is for sustenance mm-hmm. to him that overcome will i give it either the hidden manna right wow i will sustain you forever and I'll give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, save he that receiveth it. So I can't even tell you what that new name is going to be. I would do know that there will be a new name written down for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. And that's going to come later. Right. All right. That's the uh, that's the age of Pergamos. By the way, um, Pergamos has the indication or uh, 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 sort of a um, definition of being married and that was the marriage of church and state. And this has not gone away uh, totally. Uh, I, I hate I hate to say that. Yeah. Now you say, well, it's not that way in the United States. Hang on to your <laughs>
0: hats. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: It's coming, and it's coming with this next administration.
0: Yeah, unfortunately. And, and I told you, I don't like to get political. I'm just telling you
1: that I know what church prophecy says and i see what's happening Mm -hmm. and i know that i know that the former cia head uh when in his in his earlier years voted for a communist who was running for president
0: yes he did
1: guess where we're headed
0: Uh, okay yep under the church
1: Angel of the Church of Thyatira. It is, why write it to the angel? Because it's the angel's job or the messenger's job is to read these letters
0: to the church. That's right.
1: So under the angel of the Church at Thyatira, write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like a flame of fire, his feet are like fine brass. And so uh, the, the Church at Thyatira, the word Thyatira means a continual sacrifice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And this is the age of the papal church. That's right. The pope. Yep. Now, I'm not, I'm not angry with Roman Catholics. Uh, I, I, I've been friends with Roman Catholics. I even dated a Roman Catholic girl uh, before I was old enough to understand um, the, uh, well, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but... but but, yeah, so, but, this, but this age went from 590 to 1517 A.D. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the papal church. Uh, and it was a continual sacrifice. Uh, and the reason we say that is because the, the, the most often used symbol in the Roman Catholic Church is, is the symbol of Jesus Christ on the cross. Oh, yeah. The Lord Jesus Christ gave himself a sacrifice once. That's right. For everybody.
0: Not every Sunday.
1: Not every Sunday? Not every day. Once. That's right. Then he then he re- was raised again, lived on earth for 40 days, and then ascended into heaven to sit at the right hand of God, and that's where he is today. Amen. It's not a continual sacrifice. That's right. But that's what the word Thyatira means. Mm-hmm. He says, I, he says, I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works, and the last to be more than the first. He said, but notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel. Oh, I, I could teach the whole lesson on Jezebel, which, but I'm just going to go with what uh, the letter says, which calleth herself a prophetess. Mm-hmm. You allow her to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication wow. and eat things sacrificed to idols. That's right. These things were happening from around 590 AD to around 1517 AD, and then something else happened. Mm-hmm. Now I'm glad <laughs> for the Reformation. Right. But I'm much opposed to much of their theology. Right. Okay. Um, so anyway, with uh, he, he said, "I say unto the church at Thyatira, as many as have this doctrine." Um, and he said, uh, let me let me say, give the promise to he that overcometh and keepeth my works to the end. To him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron uh, as the vessels of a potter. Okay. Now, um, I will give him the morning star, and so forth. That's the promise right. to a bad church. Mm-hmm. Now, under the angel of the church of Sardis. Now, Sardis is the fifth uh, church. Church Age, and it's the period of time from about 1517 AD to 1790, Mm -hmm. and that was the time where the Reformed Church came into
0: being. Right, there were reformers that uh, that were
1: ticked that people that were raised in the in the Roman Catholic um, seminaries. Someone would call Roman Catholic cemeteries, but uh, (laughs) people like John Calvin and Zwingli. Uh, and and, and yeah. Luther, yep. and and, the, and they and they and understand this. Uh, it wasn't so much that they wanted to come away from quote the church. Mm-hmm. They wanted to reform it, right? And so, reform theology today still has some of the Roman Catholicism uh, doctrine. All yeah. right, so just yeah. so you'll know that mm-hmm. now. Now, that that church, that word Sardis means to, to escape. They came out. Well, they didn't come all the way out, but uh, but they tried. And so here's what they said about Sardis. Under the angel of the church of Sardis, write, these things saith he which hath the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know thy works, and thou hast a name that thou livest and art dead. Ooh. Holy mackerel. Ooh. He says, be watchful, strengthen the things which remain that are ready to die, for I have not found thy works perfect before God. Mm -hmm. Remember, therefore, how thou hast received and heard and hold fast to repent. If therefore thou shalt not watch, I will come on thee as a thief, and thou shalt not know what hour I will come upon thee. Thou hast a few names, even in Sardis, which have not defiled their garments. And they shall walk with me in white, Yes. for they are worthy. And then the promise is, he that overcometh the same shall be clothed in white raiment. And I will not blot out his name out of the book of life, but I will confess his name before my father. And before his angels, he that hath it, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Now, let's go back to that promise. I will not blot his name out of the book of life. Curtis, there's so much, um, uh, how should uh, I miss bad teaching about the, the Lamb's book of life? Yeah. Do you know that the book of life was already written in eternity past? That's right. Already written in eternity past, and Moses knew this quite well when he came to God and he wanted God to help his people. And he said, "If don't, if you not I bl-
0: blot my name out of the book which thou hast written." That's exactly what the reference was to. And and I don't
1: have time now. It's a whole. It's a whole study. But there are several cases in the Word of God that talk about people having their name blotted
0: out of the book. That's right.
1: And here's one of them, blotted out of the book of life. Well, one of the things that's going to be shown in the end of the Revelation was the book of life and the book of works. Mm-hmm. And they, they find and, and whoever was not found written in the Lamb's book of life is cast in the lake of fire, and, and I'm guessing... And I think I'm right about this, that those folks who will look at the book and not see their name there will see the blot mark where it once was.
0: That very well could be.
1: And I suspect that the name will be blotted out upon the death of those who rejected Jesus Christ. hmm Okay. So that's, that's, uh, So That's, um, now here's the, let's go back to the, uh, church of Sardis, Um, uh, he will be clothed in white raiment. When Jesus comes back to earth, not the rapture, but when he comes
0: back for his second coming, guess
1: what he's going to be
0: dressed in? White (laughs) raiment. And guess who's going to come with him? The saints. <laughs> and guess
1: what they'll, how they'll be dressed? White Raymond. White Raymond. Yeah. So this is a reference to the, the second coming of Jesus Christ, which, by the way, is not the rapture. That's correct. The rapture occurs, and I'll show you that in just a moment. Now, to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. this is chapter 3, verse 7. The sixth right.
0: church. Yep. And it's the sixth church. These things saith he that is holy,
1: he that is true, he that hath the key of David, he that openeth, and no man shutteth, and he that shutteth, and no man openeth. What was he talking about opening? I'll tell you in just a minute. I know thy works. Behold, I have set before thee an open door.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: An open door. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is the church of Philadelphia. Do you know what the word Philadelphia means? Yeah the city of love that's right and phileo is the word for brotherly love agape is the word for
0: godly love mm-hmm. but phileo
1: is the word for uh, brotherly, brotherly love and this yeah. is the city of philadelphia, uh, philadelphia of brotherly love mm-hmm. and he says uh, and he says uh, I've got the key of David. He that openeth and no man shutteth and shutteth and no man openeth. Behold, I know thy works. I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. That's right. For thou hast a little strength and hast kept my word and hast not denied my name. Now, what is this open door? Mm-hmm. Good question. It's the open door of the gospel because it was during this age from the early 1700s about 1730 to about 1900 a.d was the age of great missionaries yes and uh, I, and i'm not going to go uh, through and name name them all but the, but there's that's and by the way for our for our listeners in the uk uh, this this missionary uh, outreach was pretty much uh, started uh, in England.
0: Sure, that's that's correct.
1: and And the thing that sparked it more than anything else was that the King James version was now in print. And it was that version which unified the uh, your continent over around the word of god because there were so many other versions king james says let's get one correct and so the translators used the septuagint which is the hebrew old testament and they used the uh, uh, textus receptus which is the latin mm-hmm. uh, texts of the uh, new testament by the way uh, almost 60% of our english language years ago uh, came from directly from latin that's correct but anyway yep. And so, and so now they have one Bible, one Bible that they can trust. It's it's wonderful. We can all gather around, and 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 up there in Northern Ireland, and and over those those and those uh, heathen over there in Ireland and Scotland, um, they, they they can have the same Bible. And by the way, do you know the Presbyterian Church had its start in Scotland? Where they met in basements because um, the government was uh, was hot on their trail. Anyway, um, but this is the this is the age of Philadelphia, which is the age of the missionary church. Mm-hmm. Like and like I say, uh, I was reading the other day in my encyclopedia about uh, the uh, uh, the account of of Stanley and Livingston. Oh yeah, Livingston. Livingston was a missionary who went to South Africa. Uh, he was also an explorer, but he went there as a missionary to win people to the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, yeah, and they and they lost track of him. I don't know, but but a guy named Stanley was was went out there, and he was also a believer, and he went and he found him uh, and said, uh, uh, Livingston, I presume. But anyway, you're familiar with. But that this missionary. Um, fervor
0: started in great britain that's right god bless you that's thank right you. thank you and, and thanks for tuning in our our uk listenership is is rapidly expanding
1: keep, keep we, we love you and keep and keep listening amen um, yep and, and that's where, and, and we and we're glad that uh uh the pilgrims came over from europe and from England, Amen. and 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 uh, and populated uh, this continent, and uh, we have that history, and we love it, and we revere it. We'll never forget it.
0: We do. That's okay. Right.
1: And it was and, and it was part of a missionary project. Be honest with you. Yep. Okay. Most people won't say that. So that <laughs> that was the age of the missionary church. Now the last church is the church of Laodicea. Now understand this. This is the apostate church age. Yeah. It began in ni- around 1900 A.D., and we're living in it
0: today. We are indeed. The Laodicea, the word
1: Laodicea means the rights of the people or the pleasing
0: of the people. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Curtis, I'm so tired. I know. Of it.
1: Of asking people, what church do you go to? And they say, oh, uh, XYZ Bible Church. And I'll say, and I'm making that up. but And I'll say, oh, wh- wh- why do you go to that church? Oh, we love the music.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. The Church of Jesus Christ today has gone to entertainment.
0: Sure has.
1: Rather than edification.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, theater. Rather than theology. That's right. It's... It's pleasing the people. We don't want to make anybody mad. After all, the offerings might go down.
0: Oh, boy. And I'm telling you,
1: it's getting bad. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And we are in the Laodicean
0: age. I've got Um, them down here as the lukewarm church. And that's exactly where I was headed. You stinker, you. You. (laughs) (laughs) Now, folks, listen,
1: that's my son. I can call him
0: (laughs) and he knows I love him. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And under the angel
1: of the church of the layout, despite these things, saith the Amen, the faithful, the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. Mm. I would that thou were cold or hot. So when thou so, so then because thou art lukewarm. Yeah. And neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. You know what my mother used to do with me when I had an upset stomach?
0: <laughs>
1: She'd make me drink something that was lukewarm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, 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 and why? <laughs> so that I would throw up. So That's... that I would vomit. Yeah. So that I would get rid of that. Uh, that Stomach. And and this is what's happening to the church at Laodicea. He said, uh, You're lukewarm, so I'm give you so I'm gonna give you something lukewarm to drink. He said and he said uh, uh, because thou art lukewarm and neither cold or hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest I am rich, oh
0: boy. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh boy. (laughs) Some
1: of the best churches that I know of are right now meeting in somebody's home. Yes, sir. Or in an an old storefront. Mm-hmm. Because they got so tired of the pomp and circumstance. Yep. The constant uh, watering down the word of God and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ for our sins. Yep that they have to go in small groups. Yep. And it's going to that more and more and more. And that's why you have named this the Christian Underground. Because what I'm saying here today and what you're allowing me to say and encourage me to say and got me on this podcast to say these things are not being said in churches this day.
0: By and large, that's true.
1: I know you found a church in in Texas there. Where yes, the, the pastor preaches the word of God. Absolutely, I found one here. I found one here in the, in central Illinois where the a godly man uh, who stands for the word of God and teaches it and preaches it and writes the word of truth and, and is a soul winner himself uh, and drives the Sunday school bus and uh, and teaches the Sunday school class and loves the word of God. I'm glad I found that church. Uh, because it was difficult to find one, and uh, and if my wife would say something in the background, she'd probably say, "Amen." And she did she just did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, he says this
1: um, um, I, I counsel of thee to buy me gold, tried in the fire.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that thou mayest me that thou mayest be rich. Well how do you what happens to gold when it's tried in the fire? It's refined. And you know how many times they refine gold through the fire? Seven
0: times. Seven times, completely.
1: And he says, that's right. And that's complete refinement. He says, that thou mayest be rich and and, uh, that thou mayest be rich and I'll give you white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. Wow.
1: And anoint thine eyes with eye salve, salve that thou mayest see, you're blind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you're naked, you're poor, yep. you're wretched, and you're miserable. Yep. He says to the church, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Why does he have to do that? Because largely, the G- Jesus Christ is outside the building, outside the bride. Mm-hmm. Outside the body of Jesus Christ, and and He said He's He's outside. Yeah. Oh. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. Mm-hmm. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I'll come into him. I'll have fellowship with people who who invite me in. I will come into him, and he and will sup with him, and he with me. To him that overcometh, will I grant to sit with me in my throne. Amen. Wow. You mean there's room for me in there? Yeah. Hallelujah. Yes. You and know. then Jesus said, even as I also overcame and am sat down with my Father in his throne, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit say, saith unto the churches.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Curtis, I'm going to spend the rest of my time... Uh, with, with uh, I, I'm going to talk about these churches. Now, why is it, Dick, uh, uh, you may ask, that you believe that these are uh, seven stages of the church age? Uh, all right. I'm glad you asked me that. Well, I'm glad I forced you to ask me that. <laughs> because the chapter 5, and by the way, the Word of God is so particular. If we read it properly, and and, and, and uh, you know, uh, divest ourselves of it, and
0: and and get it in our gut, and mm-hmm. keep it there,
1: and do it daily, we can understand it better. Right. So here is the seven churches, and then
0: it starts chapter four. And he says, after this.
1: Well, after what? <laughs> after the church age. That's right. Now, how do I know that this is after the church age? Because from chapter 3 on in the rest of this book, the word church is never again mentioned until the end of the book. That's right. Revelation twenty two sixteen. Mm-hmm. Wow! Never again do we see the church age. Why? Because Laodicea is the uh, is the end, That's it's the filling. last age of the church, and we're in it.
0: We are in it, smack dab
1: in it. So, so, so the next, so the next, uh, um, the next event on the prophetic um, calendar is the rapture of the church, or the catching of the way of the church. So, look what John says: after this. <laughs> I looked, and behold, a door
0: was opened in heaven. chapter 4, verse 1. Yep. That's it. And what was this door open
1: in heaven for? Well, let me me keep going. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet talking with me. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you read the description of the rapture in First Thessalonians 4, verses 13 through 18, and 1 Corinthians, chapter 15, verses 51 and following, you'll fee- see that Jesus comes with the sound of a trumpet. That's
0: right. Wow. That's right.
1: You know what the watchman on the wall was
0: supposed to do when he saw the enemy coming? Blow, blow the trumpet. The trump- blow the trumpet. It
1: was an, ann- it's an announcement. And he said, he, he had the voice of a trumpet talking with me, which said, mm-hmm. I love this, I love this,
0: I love this, I have
1: this <laughs> shaded, I'm going to holler it. This is what Jesus is going to say to us. He said this to John, and he's going to say this to us
0: at the end of the church age in the rapture. He's going to say, come, come up, up hither. <laughs> yeah." <laughs>
1: show thee things which must be
0: hereafter yeah
1: hereafter mm-hmm. we're not gonna go over all the old stuff that's right your sins will be forgiven and forgotten
0: Amen.
1: by the way they can be forgiven and forgotten in time also yep. right now absolutely uh, if you'll just believe in the lord jesus christ as your savior and then he says, "And immediately I was in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Behold, a throne was set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. Now we're going to talk about that throne in the throne room uh, in uh, in uh, future episodes, and it's going to be glorious to you. But let's give you a let's give you a um, a preview of coming attractions,
0: The Pastor. We've we're got about see. we've got about 14 minutes, just so you know."
1: Okay, okay, and I'm not even going to take that long. You're going to see a, a a whole lot of things that begin with the with with the number seven. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, going to be seven seven seals. There will be
0: seven veils. There will be seven uh, thunders. There will be seven trumpets. Uh, seven trumpets. Seven right. seven vials. Seven vials a seven, seven a seven sealed book, the seven sealed scroll.
1: Wow, yeah
0: lots of sevens.
1: Um, you see my son has studied this book of the revelation. he's no rookie. <laughs> a, Any,
0: a, a time or two.
1: And so so all of these sevens are things that are being completed.
0: mm-hmm.
1: The rapture of the
0: church. Right.
1: The church is gone.
0: That's right.
1: Now, understand this. We don't know when the rapture is going to occur.
0: No, we don't.
1: The timing of the rapture is imminent. Now, when Jesus returns to the earth bodily with his saints, which will be after the tribulation age, mm-hmm. that's an explicit time. It's at the end of a seven-year seven period of tribulation, which we're going to talk about uh, in subsequent lessons in the book of the Revelation. This is, and, and this age, by the way, is determined upon Israel. church mm-hmm. is gone. That's right. And and, and, and uh, when we've, we've seen that, um, after this the door was open, come up hither. here's what's going to happen. All right. <laughs> and then, You'll see four beasts around the throne. You'll see you'll see the elders with crowns, and, and we're going to talk about uh, crowns. So write that in your notes. Uh, and Curtis, you write it in your notes. Remember, remember me. Remember that I should teach about uh, heads, uh, crowns of gold. All right. 10-4, Pastor. Okay, uh, because uh, it's important uh, crowns, and I'm just going to give you a preview of coming attractions. Uh, a crown is a reward. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and, and, let me, and let me just give you another preview of coming attractions. After the rapture, there's something that's going to happen right quickly. Mm-hmm. Right quickly. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's a judgment. Yeah, And it's called the judgment seat of Christ. The book of Romans talks about it, the book of 1 Corinthians says well one must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, and that's the beam of seats, some people call it and and that's the place where we'll get our rewards, but I will go into it in more detail when we get to the crowns. so um, now, having said all this, <laughs> if you want to uh, avoid eternal death, I went to a, a brief a brief ceremony of uh, at a funeral, and I was asked to give to, to end up the. Uh, they they didn't have a sermon or anything, but uh, uh, my stepson knew that I was a born again believer and an ordained minister, a Baptist pastor, and he said he said I'm going to ask Dick to to close this ceremony, and I, I looked at him and I said, you know you're talking to a Baptist street preacher, don't you? <laughs> yeah. And he and he, and he and he knew that. And, I, and here's, what I, here's what I told the people before I closed in prayer. I said, people, there is, now. this was an uncle, uh, and, uh, and, and I, he was a beloved uncle, I'll tell you that. But anyway, um, I said to, to those people, uh, people, there is a heaven, and there is a hell. There's only one way to get to heaven, and that's to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. And there's only one way to get to hell, and that's to reject him. Mm -hmm. So in these final moments, seeing that all these things must come to pass, what manner of man are you? Do you belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, or do you belong to Satan? There's no in-between or are you headed for hell? There's no in between. There's no such thing as purgatory. Right. Purgatory, if if anything, was the cross of Jesus Christ. That's where your sins were purged. You don't get dumped into a place called purgatory. When you die, you go to heaven or you go to hell. That's right. Simple as that. And, and, And 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 beloved, we want everybody within the sound of our voice to be saved. Amen. Listen. This is why we do that. We, we teach the word uh, for education and edification and encouragement of the church. But we also do it to evangelize the lost. That's right. Jesus will have all men to be saved. That doesn't mean you'll all be saved automatically. His will is that you be saved, you can, you can refuse to do his will. Mm-hmm. But don't. Give up. And give over. Your life to the Lord Jesus Christ by grace through faith. And you will be with Curtis and with me.
0: Hallelujah. Millions of others
1: in heaven. Amen. Not because we're good, not because we're better. It's because we're saved That's by right. grace through faith in the gospel. Just believe the gospel that Jesus died for your sins, was buried. And was raised again from the dead. You believe on that? Amen. You're saved. Amen. Let's close in a word of prayer. And as we give the invitation, our God and Heavenly Father, we thank you for Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Thank you for, uh, for the so great salvation which you've given to us. Yes. Undeserving people. Yes. But because you loved us. Because you so loved the world. Mm came and died for us. We thank you for that. And then we thank you for your precious and holy word that helps us to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that gives us education and edification and encouragement uh, and enlightenment. And we thank you so much for the Holy Spirit that you've given to us to lead us and guide us in the all truth. And we pray that people listening today will understand that once they're saved, they get the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who will lead them and guide them into all truth to indwell in them. And we pray, Lord, that as we as as we come to you with thanksgiving, that as we have given the gospel today, that one or dozens or hundreds may come to faith in your precious Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. And we ask it humbly and yet with boldness, because we're to come to your throne of grace boldly, and we ask you for these things, in Jesus'
0: name, amen. 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 Wow. Pastor, great, great hour, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, I know I'm picking up what you're laying down, and I hope that our listeners are, too. I I pray that they are. uh, Yeah. Well, again, we're we're so thankful that that you tuned in today to join us, uh, and uh, I, I know for myself, I, I love it every time. Every time I study Revelation, it, it I, I always get something new out of it, and uh, it, it's part of the joy. It's 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 the blessing that's that's talked about, and it's yeah. promised early on in the book, yeah. and yeah. Uh, I, every time it happens, every time and. And so I look forward to this, and I hope our listeners do too. And uh, we pray that you will uh, be uh, eager to join us again on Tuesday when we continue on in our study on Revelation. Pastor, thank you once again for being with us today, and thank you for, a, for an edifying and uplifting and encouraging hour. I, I so appreciate you for it absolutely and uh please tune in and uh don't don't be too shy to look for us on Tuesday. Uh we'll be here and uh, uh lord willing uh if he doesn't come first, we'll still be here and and we will continue our study in revelation. Thank you again. God bless you. Yeah, pastor, you got something else? Yeah, just just to say that we'll be sitting around the throne of God and in chapter 4. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, I can hardly I can hardly wait to talk about that. Okay. Uh, all right. Thanks again, pastor, and thank you everybody for tuning in. We'll see you again Tuesday here at the Christian Underground News Network. Signing off for now. God bless.